Hello everyone, welcome back to my channel. So, we're on the seas now to the poems of dreams and we're on castle. So, if you dream, you're something like among castle groves or the moat, I suppose. That could be a sign that you need to look after your welfare. Um, to actually own a castle is a sign of some sort of honour. Um, like a noble, a nobility to it. So, um, that's what, I mean, that's what it meant back then, should I say. So, the poem. Hast thou seen that lordly castle, that castle by the sea, golden and red above it, the clouds float gorgeously, and fain it would stoop downward to the mirrored way below, and fain it would roar upward in the evening's crimson glow. Well, have I seen that castle, that castle by the sea, and the moon above it standing, and the mist rise solemnly. The winds and the waves of ocean, had they a merry chime, Didst thou hear from thou lofty chambers the harp and the minstrel's rhyme? The winds and the waves of the ocean, they rested quietly. But I heard on the gale a sound of wail, and tears came to my eye. And sawest thou on the turrets the king and his royal bride, and the wave of their crimes, mantles, and the golden crown of pride. Led they not forth in rapture, a beauteous maiden there, resplendent on the morning sun, beaming with golden hair. Well, saw I the ancient parents without the crown of pride. Though moving slow in weeds of woe, no maiden was by their side. And the next are caverns. To dream of dwelling in a cavern, um, it signifies that you are not withstanding all your abilities. You are remaining hidden when you should not. You're obscuring something or you refuse to go forward. And you are purposely obscured where you want to go because it sort of scares you, apparently. The poem. We'll dream of caverns in the lonely wild and dim light glistening from the crystal walls and o'er the stagion waters cold as snow that wash the statues ruining rock of men Whose battle axes of the flint stone cut clashed in the conflict centuries ago. Such cooling dreams shall charm us till again 
we tempt the timid dwellers in the stream. And the day, grown rich, as night steals on, like hopes more brightly blooming, neath death's noble hour. Hence, hence, loathed melancholy of Cerebus and blackest midnight bone, its stagian cave forlorn, mongst horrid shapes and shreks and sights unholy, find out some uncouth cell where brooding darkness spreads the jealous wings, and the night heaven sings there under upon shades. Low-browed rocks, as ragged as thy locks, In dark Sumerian desert ever dwell. And the next poem is, Ere long they come where the same wicked white, His dwelling has, low in a hollow cave, Far underneath a craggy cliff, ye pite, Dark, doleful, dreary, like a greedy grave. The next poem. One night, my task, diurnal done, for I had travelled with the sun, o'er burning sands, o'er snows. Fatigued, I sought a couch of rest, my wanton prayer to heaven addressed. But scarce had I my pillow pressed, when thus the vision rose. Methought within a desert cave, Cold, dark, and solemn as a grave, I suddenly awoke. It seemed of sable night, the cell, where, save from the ceiling, fell an oozing drop, her silent spell, no sound had ever broke. There, motionless, I stood alone, like some strange monument of stone. Upon a barren wild, or like so solid and profound, the darkness seemed that walling me round, a man that's buried underground, where pyramids are piled. Thus fixed a dreadful hour I passed, and now I heard as from a blast a voice pronounce my name, no long upon my ear it dwelt, when round me gan the air to melt. And motion once again I felt, quick circling o'er my frame. Strange ones. The next is change. So when we dream of change, it's usually a good omen because it's kind of, you know, we're progressing in life, we're making changes that's needed. However, it depends on obviously the circumstances and situation, but change back then was apparently a good omen, especially to women and to invalids, because it meant there was some sort of motivational thing coming to push them forth. So it's very different back then. Um, the poem. Wearied and worn with musings deep, hearing no sound save the rustling of leaves, watching the network the spider weaves, the poet sank down in sleep. Evening's shadows dimmed earth and sky. Darkness in vapours apparelled drew near 
bearing strange sounds to the slumberer's ear and visions to mock his eye. Night bears on her forehead a frown. The hurricane's voice is surely and hoarse as it shakes the trees in its wrathful course and hurls their proud branches down. Beauty and song and harmless mirth, joyous young forms in the innocent dance, happy young hearts in love's rapturous trance, and peace on the sleeping earth. Prayer in the holy house of God, hearts of humility, penitent tears, hopes of forgiveness contending with fears, and thoughts of the grave's green sod, a vision of future delight, beauty in all things and all things in one, morning's first welcome smile from the sun, the end of the dreaming night. That's interesting. I do like how different they are. Don't get me wrong, I think that's interesting indeed. Children's are next. So apparently, it's like a dream of melancholy. Um, back then it was... Um, to dream of children would mean sickness, um, a foreboding. And children running about a house was apparently a sign of domestic troubles. It's very different now, though. It's extremely different, but that's what it was back then. Anyway, the poem. I stood in a dream at the altar, but I was an earthy bride and Eleanor thy freedom was the bridegroom at my side thou father gavest me to him with thy free and full consent and why should I dissemble it methought I was content months then and years were crowded in the course of that busy night I clasped a baby to my breast, and oh, with what delight! For he too, in the dreams of night, at the altar had seemed to stand, and to Elamon his freedom had given his daughter's hand. Their offspring caught in his caress, about his knee had thronged a lovely progeny in whom, when he was in the silent tomb, his line should be prolonged. Interesting. Another point. I, in a vision, went and saw from the low grave asunder breaking a face of beauty smiling like a baby's in the cradle waking. Very bizarre. And that's the end of this part, guys. We're still on see when we come back and we're going to be on church then. Yeah, these poems are very interesting, indeed. Very strange, but I like them. Thank you for listening, and many blessings.